Hey friend, welcome to the first podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you and um, I'm going to get right into this episode. I first want to start a little bit about me. I grew up between several different cultures and when we're talking about body confidence and body shame, there are so many things to consider when you're talking about cultures and cultural context. Many cultures employ body shame for different reasons. There can be image-based body shame where there's this protection against criticism and critique. And then there's this other fear-based body shaming where it's really about the protection of the person and their body in that uh, environment. So I want to be gentle as I talk about body shame and also being aware that many people listening to this are coming from different angles and your experiences within your culture, your family, your environment, even regions within the U.S. or around the world. You're going to be treating body confidence differently and also body shame experiences differently. But I want to give my four anchors for body confidence, and it really is about how I feel about my body, how I think about my body, and what I know about my body, learning about it and how I'm caring for myself. Let's get into it today. Hey friend, have you lost your health somewhere in the shadows of mom, work, and white life? Does regaining your health start with good intentions but then never really happen? Or are you playing the shame game trying to exhaust your way to better health? Hey, I'm Lou, and I'm here to help you say goodbye to these cloudy days. I'm a lifetime mover, trainer, wife, mom, and wellness junkie, and I'm your busy mom guide for simple habit support. I'm going to challenge your daily habits, move you out of overwhelm, and into empowerment. Are you ready? Wherever you are, refill that empty water cup, lace up those shoes, grab those earbuds, because we're about to move your health. Let's catch up, friend. Okay, everyone, let's dive right in. I'm starting with a really tough topic. It's women and the shame cultures we grow up in and live in every day. And shame, body shame, has been a part of my story, a thread of my story many times, many years Unfortunately, I lost my sister to complications of anorexia about 12 years ago now, and it has just really wrecked my life at times, and I know the people I love at times, and it comes from criticisms from others, the words, the lack of self-control of people's thoughts around other people's bodies. Um, It comes from comparisons and the way that we compare ourselves to one another, unfortunately, not based on health or anything that is helpful. Um, Abuse, certainly sexual abuse, verbal abuse, many kinds of abuses that come toward women's bodies that are proven to be detractors and depressors mentally for us. And of course, that is going to affect our hormones and all sorts of things uh, over time. And then fear-based teaching. Many people come from people come from cultures where you may not have even discussed sex in your household at all. You may be struggling with your body and being able able to have communities where you can discuss openly your body 
and what's happening with it. And so we're all coming from very different backgrounds. And unfortunately, we also have this habit of passing shame on to one another. We pass shame on to our friends and colleagues and children. And unfortunately, we just normalize this shame culture. So a little bit about where I'm coming from, my childhood uh, experience I really, very early on, I think was very, very confident as a young child about my body and had just really positive. I remember thinking positive things about my body. And then there were a few just real crashes. Uh, There was taking ballet and my ballet teacher trying to always tuck my rear under and uh, just remember those thoughts of my rear is not going anywhere. It is very traditionally Caribbean and it is the way it is. And it's fabulous. I think I had a a somewhat positive view at that point, pretty secure (laughs) view of my body at that point. But then, uh, then I ran into childhood sexual abuse and that can wreck a, a person's mental health around their body and, and just becoming very insecure and, self-aware about your body and then uh, someone commenting on my legs and I had no idea that my legs might be unattractive to the world around me (laughs) or or certainly the comments about my sister's weight and these were really key pieces of my early childhood that certainly affected how I how I started to be very insecure about how people viewed me. I think my biggest struggles in middle school age was really about my culture and noticing very clearly that biracial was very unique and uh, unwelcome in a lot of ways. And there was a lot of racial tension where I grew up. I was also first generation American, so that had its own twist as well. We were foreigners in every sense of the word. So that really kind of shaped my middle school years and then my high school years were flooded with, I think I had some good friends, some good solid friends that encouraged me in my body. I was a cheerleader. I did track and a little bit of softball and I really started to own my athleticism in high school. There were some shaming moments, my freckles, my thighs, certain things there were shaming moments but overall I think I was pretty confident in my body as a high schooler and then when I got to college mentally my mental health took a real deep dive but physically my my body also there I ran into all sorts of kind of modesty cultures and shaming cultures fear-based cultures around women and their bodies and I think that there was just a lot of challenge and wrestling with how I appeared to, to people and that I didn't want to come off in a certain way as I was a dancer and on different dance teams. And there were a lot of pieces to that. And so all of that, as I was grew into an adult and continued to, to be in these movement centric environments where I would be in front of audiences and my body would be on display. 
many times there was a wrestling of how I looked, how I was presenting myself, not to mention adding on to that marriage and having babies and our body aging, our body's hormonal health and the deep dives and lifts of pregnancy and postpartum hormonal health, so many pieces of, of how our bodies transition can really kind of wreak havoc on our thoughts about ourselves. And I just want to say that you are in a company of a world full of women who are living similarly, although we don't talk about it and although we criticize and although we compare, we are living with this elephant in the room of how do we get away from the shame culture and really begin caring for our bodies in a wholesome way. So I just want to normalize that if you are feeling insecure about your body or you have a roller coaster history of where you're coming from with your body and your body image, just know that you are not alone. I am here with you, but you are among a large community of women around the world who have similar roller coaster histories and roller coaster experiences around their body's image. And that brings me to the topic of today. And these are the four anchors or the check-ins that I have for my body. Weight and size are not universal measures for health. There's plenty of research that encourages women to look at other pieces of information about our bodies to measure our health. But today we're going to talk about body confidence. So I deeply believe that body confidence comes from curiosity. Confidence comes from curiosity. And these are the four anchors I want to share with you today. Number one, the first anchor in gaining body confidence in a shame culture is how do I feel in my body right now? Does it feel great? Do I not feel great? Do I feel secure? Do I not feel secure? What's really important is that you check in with your body and you own where you, wherever you are. Am I feeling insecure? Okay, that's okay. We can work with that. We can, that's putty on the wheel that we can mold into to something that, that's a little bit more usable or for whatever situation that you're, you're heading into, right? Uh, so noticing how you feel in your body right now is that first anchor. The second anchor what I think and feel as I look at myself in the mirror. And I also have this kind of question of who said that? So you don't like something I mentioned earlier, my legs. Well, who said that? Who told you that? And is that the truth? Before that point, was it the truth? And it was not. And so I have to consider who said the things about my body that are really framing my thoughts about my body? If there, if you can point to a time and a place where your body, you had shame in your body, and it is makes it a lot easier to begin to reframe the thoughts and the feelings towards yourself as you look at yourself. So who said that? And it was that true before that point? Number three. What I know about my body. So knowing about my body 
I think the most confident, truly confident people hang their hat on something amazing about their body and not something amazing that someone else told them about or even something that someone else may notice about their body, but it's something that they are aware of about their body and they can allow their confidence to shine because of it. It also gives them a measure of body trust. Knowing about your body and your body's health and ability and capability, it gives you a measure of body trust. You can begin to hear the signals of when that is down, when it's dampened, and you begin to understand what your body needs in any given moment. And number four, learning about my body as I take care of myself. So not just what do I know about my body, but also am I actively learning about my body and its its capabilities, maybe its weaknesses, its strengths. How am I also learning how to take care of myself as I learn about my body? So these four anchors are key. They are growth anchors. They will help kind of ground you in your thinking and in your confidence long-term. I want you to try this out the next time you are either in front of a mirror or you are finding yourself in an insecure place. Number one, how do I feel about my body? Can I articulate it? Number two, what do I think and feel as I look at myself in the mirror? And who said that? Was it true before that point? And number three, what do I know about my body and how can I trust myself and the signals that, that are coming from my body as I think about that? Number four, how am I learning about my body and how am I learning about how to take care of myself? Okay, I hope these help you, friend. These have been key for me as I grow in my own body confidence. Beautiful friend, you are gorgeous inside and out. And I want to be a support and an encourager for your body confidence every time you are with me. You take care. Thank you so much for joining me today. If it was helpful to you, please pass it on to a friend or please leave a review, which helps me get this encouragement to others. If you haven't already, please visit me at fitwithmommylou.com to sign up for my newsletter at the bottom of the page or go to bodyhabitrescue.co to see when next you can sign up for my eight-week Body Habit Rescue online coaching course. Until then, let's move, friend.